right, welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcott. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. Yes, the final day of August. September begins tomorrow. Man, it's so great. I, I love moving into fall. And, you know, look, we're not exactly to fall yet, uh, but we always go here to uh, Asheville, North Carolina, usually in the fall. Uh, there's uh, an apple orchard we go to up there, and I just I love going up into the Blue Ridge Mountains, going out there, and it's almost time for that. Um, but I haven't talked about it yet. We're actually going to Disney here for the 50th anniversary. Um, I think it's October 1st is the day that we go. Uh, we're actually going to get there the day after the official uh, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, and uh, we're doing a big week-long trip. We haven't done a week-long trip to the Magic Kingdom uh, or to Disney World in a long, long time. I mean, you, you guys hear me on the show talk about it a lot, you know, when we go, but we're usually going for like a three day weekend. Um, we're actually going for the big one where we're getting Park Hopper. I think we're going to be, I think it's it's either, I think it's six days, five or six days in the park. I know kind of in the middle, we're taking a little bit of a gap, but yeah, I got the Park Hopper. So we're kind of doing them all. And we're actually finally, finally, finally going to be doing the build the lightsaber we're actually doing two sabers so um, we can all go in so both the kids and my wife and my and and myself can go in and kind of go through that whole experience i have everybody always telling me like you need to do that you got to go through that experience well we're finally going to do it uh this time and my wife's been trying she's been trying to you know get us out of it because i think she's just (laughs) looking at the amount of money uh that we're going to be spending on these sabers but you know, she's like, well, what if, what if we get into, you know, our uh, Rise of the Resistance boarding group at that time, and we can't? I'm like, well, that's fine. You know, then we'll just we're still gonna build lightsabers, and we'll figure that out afterwards. And she's like, well, I, I think some of the rides you can't bring the lightsabers on. I'm like, well, I'll just go back to the car. And she's like, well, where are we gonna take the gondola? Because uh, we're staying at the Pop Century. She's like, we're gonna take the gondola, and uh, you know, we're not gonna be able to have the car. I'm like, well, that day I'll be taking the car, and I'll bring it back, and I'll ride the gondola back, and you guys go into the park and have fun because we're building some lightsabers. So. <laughs> I can't wait to be talking about those guys here on the show. Uh, But that whole week, of course, will be all about Disney. And it's that first week of October uh, that will be there. So if any of you are going to be at Magic Kingdom, I know some people have uh, in the Discord, someone has a trip uh, scheduled a little bit later on that month. Uh, But if you're going to be in uh, Walt Disney World there at the beginning of October, let me know. Maybe we can do a little meetup or something and uh, talk some Disney. But uh, today here on the show, guys, not not really a ton to talk about. A couple of cool little stories here. Well, actually, really one cool little story and something else I want to give some impressions of. Uh, but as always, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. So let's talk about this Call of Duty Vanguard Alpha that came out this past weekend exclusively for the PlayStation platforms on PS4 and the PS5. And uh, essentially, it was one mode, this new Champion Hill mode that is kind of the um, the new kid on the block mode that they, I think, were you know, showing off for a couple reasons. Number one, just to show off the mode for people to see it. Uh, number two, I think to check the matchmaking and all that, probably servers and all that in, in that mode and just going to see how it all plays. And, uh, you know, to give people just, just a taste of what this game has to offer. And, and you know, I dipped in just for a little bit. Um, you know, when I saw that this alpha was coming, I was actually a little excited because I was like, man, you know, my son and I love the gunfight mode. Remember, this is that that 2v2 mode. And uh, him and I have had a lot of fun playing that. I, I've talked about it here on the show, both in Modern Warfare and in last year's uh, Black Ops Cold War. So I thought he would want to be in. Number one, he didn't want to hook up the PlayStation 4 because our, our PS4 is not hooked up anywhere. Um, we just I basically just have the PS5 and my kids play on, on Xboxes. And uh, he's like, ah, you know, I don't really want to hook it up. I was like, well, I'll hook it up. I'll download it. 
And then he just didn't really want to play it. And that kind of said everything for me for how I think this Call of Duty may kind of be going for some people. You know, he was a guy or he was a kid that, you know, always past couple of years was all about getting the new Call of Duty and, and up in the news. And, and of course, I've, I've talked here on the podcast how he's into Fortnite and that's that's kind of everything. But um, really no interest. And, and I think part of that is the time frame of the game as well. And that's going back to, you know, World War II. Um, Call of Duty World War II for him, you know, uh, for the age he was, he thought it was cool that he was able to play Call of Duty at that point. Um, but it's really the Black Ops games. Like when that game was out, he was going back and playing like Black Ops 3. Like, or, or I'm trying to think if, yeah, I think maybe even Black Ops 4 was out at that point. Um, you know, that's what he liked more was the faster paced, um, you know, kind of crazy weapons and all that. And I, I think that's going to be a problem this game is going to have. For me personally, I don't mind it. I think it's cool. You know, I like that. And I've talked about it before. I kind of have just this fascination with World War II. And, and granted, Call of Duty isn't exactly the greatest representation of that. I mean, the earlier games were that. Um, but I, I'm interested in what this campaign is going to have to offer. Um, but in playing Champion Mo- Champion Hill mode, let me, let me just kind of explain it to you. It's basically um, eight teams of two. And you go into essentially just this little mini tournament is what it is. And your team has 12 lives. And you'll see kind of a scoreboard, and it'll show you and your partner, and then this little, like, and, and everybody else as well. And then, then this little icon kind of goes up and down and just picks another team for you to face, puts you on a random map, throws you in there for like a minute or whatever the time was, minute, minute and a half, and you duke it out. And depending on how many lives you come out with, you move on to the next round with that many lives facing yet another random team on a random map and rinse and repeat. Now, in the beginning of the rounds, they give you some money, like a buy round, kind of think of like Counter-Strike or Valorant, where you're buying weapons, you're buying armor, grenades, whatever you want. And the better you do, the more money you get. You can find money kind of stashed around the maps, and you can buy things in between some of these rounds to get better weapons. So, in theory, this mode is very, very cool. Um, But in practice, I don't know. I don't know if it was just the 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 competitiveness of it or you know one of the interesting things about gunfight is if I can remember correctly I think it's first team to five rounds and so part of what makes that cool is because you're starting from scratch both with even weapons the way gunfight works is it always randomizes the weapons after every two rounds but you have the same as the people on the other side with this champion hill it's always different weapons and so it just didn't it added a, a sense of randomness, you know, to it, which to some, I guess, competitive wise could be cool, especially with the buy round, you know, to me, this really felt like more of an esport type game, you know, where you're going to have people theorizing the best loadouts to have and all that stuff. And I don't know, just to me, gunfight feels more competitive because it is that even playing field. And I've talked about how I like games like that more, you know, that's why I like Halo more than I do most other shooters because of that um, static weapon set that people get it's you're you're starting with your assault rifle and your in your hand your pistol you know that's that's your halo and then your weapons are on the map that kind of plays over in a gunfight where it's like we're both teams are on the same map both starting on an even playing field with our weapons and everything go and from round to round you start to learn in gunfight the play styles of your 
enemies, you know, and there become multiple paths for each of you to follow. And, and it kind of becomes just this, you know, cat and mouse that you just kind of start to learn that where with Champion Hill, I never got that, you know, you don't get that in Champion Hill, because you're just playing random teams. And, you know, there's the randomness of weapons that they're buying. And then, you know, on top of that, and this, I actually saw some people posting this online, I think they've even addressed it. Um, visually, it's hard to see the people in some of these because just the the color palette of the game is very dark and gloomy and brown and gray and black and that's sure that is world war ii aesthetic but it just i don't know it just didn't didn't feel good so um i don't really think this was a great way to show off what call of duty vanguard has to offer i think it was kind of a, a missed opportunity i think this is something that could have just added and maybe gave us the typical multiplayer first then shown this but i, I showed this, I mean, I know this is what they wanted to show and kind of what they wanted to um, put out there, you know, for people to say, hey, look at our new mode. This is cool, right? This is going to, this is what's going to make Vanguard's multiplayer different is with this mode. And sure it is, but I don't know how many people are really going to play this mode. I mean, who knows? Maybe there'll be some sort of big esports community that comes up around it. I mean, it's cool. You know, if you have, I, it's maybe in me playing it, it's not that much fun, but I think it would be cool as hell to watch eight real competitive teams play this at a high level. I think that would be neat. Um, but in terms of me, myself playing it, I don't know, you know, and, and, you know, my son was kind of checking it out looking over my shoulder and just, it, it wasn't going to be for him. So, you know, I think for me, really this, uh, this fall, man, it, it's all in terms of my shooter for this fall. It's, it's obviously all Halo Infinite. Um, but, you know, I was not going to say I was really on the fence because Battlefield 2042 was already going to be a, a definite. Um, but there was still in the back of my mind, like, man, well, what if Call of Duty's good too? And then I got to buy that. And I got, you know, uh, Battlefield, it's all Battlefield. Like, that's my military shooter, you know, for, for um, between that and Call of Duty, that's it. So, like, now after playing what I did of, of uh, Vanguard, I'm all in on, on uh, Battlefield. Like, that's the game that I'm definitely going to be looking forward to playing, um, you know, for a military shooter for sure so uh, i don't know i know they're gonna do some other weekends and uh, you know hopefully they kind of bring in just a regular multiplayer um but uh, i think this really may be the year that call of duty kind of falls off its pedestal for sure i mean call of duty ghost that year um that was the year with the ps4 and the xbox one came out that was kind of an off year for them um but i think this will be the first time since then that they really you know don't don't do that great especially with um, Battlefield 2042. Now, when I say Call of Duty doesn't do that great, it's still going to sell millions. It'll still be like the number two sell selling game of the year. Um, and of course, Warzone is going to have no problems because I think that's I think that's almost a problem for them now. And I mean, sure, they're making a ton of money. And it, look, it's not a problem um, that they're making a ton of money with Warzone, but it's like pulling people away from Warzone just to play the regular Call of Duty now. Um, you know, that, that that's going to be something that they're going to have to be kind of having to face. And that's why I think they're monetizing Warzone as much as possible, selling $20, $30 skin packs, um, because most people are just playing that now. You know, they're not playing kind of that typical Call of Duty mode. But, um, yeah, so that, that's my thoughts on Call of Duty Vanguard. We'll see when some of the, the next uh, beta and alpha and all that come out. Um, check it out. You know, if you're a Call of Duty fan, I mean, I definitely recommend you checking it out. But um, it's definitely fallen off my radar now for sure. Um, this fall. One final story here I did want to talk about uh, was a uh, thing that we did get confirmation that the Rocketeer is coming to Disney Plus and no, not just the regular Rocketeer movie, but a new film entitled The Return of the Rocketeer. Yes, that's right. It is coming, uh, as far as we know, to Disney Plus. And um, 
this is Deadline reporting it, uh, saying that it's being uh, helped by the producers Jessica and David Oyeloa. Oyeloa? I'm not going to say that right, so I'm not even going to bother. But um, one of them potentially will star in the project. Uh, He was actually the actor that played Martin Luther King in Selma. So if you remember that film that came out back in 2014. Uh, But that's right. This is going to be a reboot of um, The Rocketeer, which is awesome. Remember, this was a uh, retired Tuskegee Airman who ends up becoming The Rocketeer. And The Rocketeer, of course, uh, takes place back in the... Uh, you know, classic days kind of had a very neat, just aesthetic to it. Kind of the the classic, what was that? The 20s, 30s. I think that was kind of taking place in. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel of uh, that young pilot who becomes that who kind of flies around with a jetpack. I remember when this film came out. Uh, I was back in what 1991, so I was young. I was, uh, you know, what I guess I would have been 10 at that point, 10, 11. And um, I remember going to the theaters to see it. And I think a friend had a birthday party. Which, you know, it's kind of weird. I mean, our, our local theater still does that. They have birthday parties at the movie theater. But um, I remember going to a birthday party and I've only seen that movie that one time. Never saw it again. I remember all the hype for that film and thinking just because, you know, at that point, that was around when I was nine or 10 is when I got into comics. And, and I remember thinking like, man, it's going to be a crazy new superhero. And I remember kind of being let down by the, the actual movie itself. And I haven't watched it since. And I know like it's a movie that I need to go back and watch. I know it didn't do good at the box office. I know it's one of those things that, you know, Disney kind of, for a while, had kind of shoved under the rug. But it has built somewhat of a cult following here through the years. And um, at some point, I got to go watch that. And, you know, I think it'd be interesting maybe to watch that with, with the kids. I know my wife, she's seen it, I know. Um, but I think like me, it was just that one time. You know, she hasn't really seen it again. So maybe we'll, we'll sit down and watch it. And I'm sure now kind of going back and watching it as an adult and kind of just having that appreciation for the nostalgia that that movie has, um, I think it would be pretty neat. But, you know, either way, like just the aesthetic of the character uh, and the character design, I've always thought was awesome. That helmet is just cool as hell. Um, So I think this might be uh, a great way to bring it back. And, you know, come on with today's uh, technology and that this thing is going to be awesome. So many people are going to love this, this uh, movie when it comes out. So, uh, we'll be on the lookout for that. Obviously we got a lot of time before it, um, does come out. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely something I would be looking forward to. It's kind of what they're going to be able to do to kind of take that modern take on the Rocketeer. Although I say modern, hopefully it's still set back in those old times and they make sure all the sets and, and all that still kind of have that old timey feeling. Cause that's really what made the Rocketeer, um, what it was for sure. So, all right, well, that's going to do it for me here today, guys. Don't forget, we got a new episode of What If Tomorrow. So it'll be What If Wednesday here on the podcast. This episode, supposedly we're getting the first appearance of Doctor Strange. So what is in store with Doctor Strange in the What If universe here? We'll have to wait and see, but I can't wait. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. And Thursday... Uh, in the feed, I'll be dropping the latest patron episode. will be coming out on Thursday. I actually have to work uh, at Walmart almost an hour away this week. So, um, yeah, I'll be uh, just dropping the patron episode into the feed. So look out for that on Thursday. So with that, guys, have a great rest of your day. And uh, until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.